Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome to Waco Famous Podcast. Um, today we have Don Weibel of many, many different things. Yes, not just one thing. <laughs> talk more tech less, talk more meals. Your husband does HOT field guides. Yes. So. I mean, that's a lot. I know. That's I can't wait to talk things. about all the things. Oh, me too. Because there's so many things I didn't even know about. All the talk mores. We're going to talk more <laughs> about the talk mores. I know. It's kind of funny. Like, we're here sitting here talking on, you know, a technology platform. But, um, yeah, look, give us a little rundown of kind of where wherever you want to start. What came first? Talk more, talk more, talk tech less, correct? Yes. Talk more, tech less came first. And everyone's like, tech less, talk. More. You're like, no, no, not, not like, quite. <laughs> not quite. A lot of words. Yes, that one came first. <clears throat> so I actually came to Waco and um, started at Baylor and met my husband there, and he's a Wacoan, born <laughs> and raised here, Waco high grad. Um, and so met him and stayed in Waco. Aww. I did not think I would stay here. That's but, you what know, everyone says. It's, yes. the, we, it's like old school Waco before it was cool. And I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, no, this is cool. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I, I stayed. So we you've been here for here. like how many years now? So I came in 96. Wow. So what is, what's the math on that? Like, 26 years. <laughs> I only know that because my sister was yes. born in 95. So there I you go. know so that. There you go. Math Man, you were here when the Central Texas Marketplace was nothing but a field. Right. Which I can't even visually remember anymore. Yeah. You know? It's and so, so the weird. fact that we yeah, all call, crazy. I mean, I think a lot of us still call the new mall, which is not, yes. which is like, that is ridiculous. <laughs> so true. You should and never Richland call it is that. the old, but Matt, my husband, who's been here forever, is like, Richland is not the old mall. That's kind of the new mall. Yeah. Lake Air oh, was the old yeah. mall. See, that's what my mom says. She's like, yeah. no, Lake Air Mall, which like, you got to be really yeah. either from here or like that. over a certain age to know that. But that's uh, Target now. It's Target now. But what's fun about Lake Air Mall is that when I was um, like probably elementary school, my grandmother took me and my cousin there. There was a movie theater there. Do you remember there was mm -hmm. a movie theater there? Yeah. We used to go to a movie theater there That's at the Lake Air Mall. Said. I don't remember. Yeah. He said that. Yeah. And they used to walk like exercise. His oh, mom yeah. would exercise in the Lake Air Mall. I love that it. so great. <clears throat> I was just describing to someone the other day where a doctor's office was. And I said, oh, it's where the old Target is. Was. And I was <laughs> like, like, oh, wait. wait, you don't even know what that was. Yeah. Yeah. Right off six. Like, yeah, that's still to me it's the so old true. Target. And it's yeah. literally been like over 20 years. Yeah. I can't even so picture... Weird the target there anymore i can't but either that's what i reference but it i can photographic memory picture the wind dixie that was on the <laughs> oh other gosh. side yes so that was the grocery store that's wow. amazing yeah so you've well, been here long enough been here absolutely long enough, maybe like mid og waco in but i yeah. love yeah. the name of your podcast i laugh so hard when i hear it the waco <laughs> Thank famous you. podcast because it's i so have great. to admit <laughs> like when we first were gonna call it that i was like oh my god people are going to think that we are just like so full of ourselves because <laughs> that's not what it means. Like no, we don't, it's hilarious. Yeah. But I think it's such a fun name. Yeah. Like, no, it's fun. You. It's been fun it's for sure to be that um, way. Exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. And also we just like, whatever your take on it, 
is whatever your take on it is, you know, whoever, but we know what it means broadly. So, um, okay. Let's talk about like how your talk more things came about. Yeah. So Matt was working with youth and I was teaching. So we were around like teenagers when cell phones started really essentially like when the internet landed in our hands, we were kind of watching it happen in real time with students that we were working with. So he was doing a mentorship organization where he does hot field guides. It's funny that it's called hot field guides. It's H-O-T, Heart yeah, of Texas. Heart of Texas yeah. that everyone gets real disappointed when they click on the page. You're like, oh. They're oh not actually God. hot I girls. I didn't even think about hot that. Field guides. so funny. <laughs> we always laugh. We're like, yeah, it's a big bummer when they when they look at your pictures. Oh, of yeah. so good. All the kids and you guys fishing. Yeah. I love it. So he does mentorship getting kids outside, hunting, fishing, camping, kind of thing. And um, we noticed that a lot of them were getting real early signs of phone addiction before that was even a thing. Like mm-hmm. before I do digital wellness, that's what Talk More Tech Less is. It's digital wellness training on how to be healthy and smart and safe on our phones. Um, so really seeing that firsthand happen with the kids we were working with and then realizing okay, we're getting our first phones and this is kind of affecting our marriage. And then we started mm. having kids and we we're like, well, it's kind of just affecting our distraction with them too. And so that was like the kind of initial origin and start of yeah. Talk More Tech Less. Is I was teaching already. So I was like, I think I'm going to just start researching this and realized that this wasn't just Waco. Like this was a global thing. It wasn't even just our, you know, U.S. It was like global. Yeah. Everybody was kind of seeing the same thing happen and a shift happening from physical world to digital world. And um, there's so many great things like what we're doing right now, being able to record. And we talk about technology used for good and like the power of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hardships is hard to ignore. Like we can't ignore what it's doing to kids. Oh, for anxiety sure. and depression, especially after 2020, like the statistics yeah. coming out after <sighs> everything went virtual is is really and like the um the amount of like it it forced it allows them to be less personable and less interactive in you know what I mean like kids will snapchat each other all the time but then having a conversation at school or wherever is almost like harder for them yeah and so like in I guess it was 2005 gosh so long ago (laughs) we were watching this happen with the boys that we would go camping with and they would come in and help me like cook in the kitchen and conversation was easy. They actually turned their phones in for the field guides camp for the week. So it was like, that nice. was so easy for them to do that back mm-hmm. in the day. And mm-hmm. then it got harder and harder. And every year we noticed this is really hard for them to give up their phone. And now it's like, they don't even give up their phones. Like my friend has my passcode so he can do hit my snap streak, all of oh, it. Like I can't be gosh. away from my phone what? for one week. Wait, so, so they like crazy. give a friend their phone? They give their friend their password so their friend wow. can keep their streaks up. Wow. That's a thing? Yeah. Yeah, because if they're off of it, yeah. then it'll all go away and all their hard work on Snapchat of streaks. I, I didn't know that Snapchat was like that prevalent. Yeah. Oh, I will say oh, yeah. like, I work with some younger coworkers now, and it's very um, really brings me back down to earth <laughs> on how old I am. Um, I really kind of think I'm with it until I'm like around them, and it's like, oh yeah, they're like photo dumps now, and not like consistently photo- posting your photos or like yeah, really Snapchat is where it's at, yeah, and like communication, and like you don't really post everything on Instagram. You kind of like you send it via. There's snap. like a side. And it's just so interesting. And I can't even imagine. I say this all the time. I am so glad I went through school with no social media. Yeah. Like, I cannot even imagine. I would never want to redo it. I barely had a phone. My phone was to basically tell my parents, like, I'm safe where I'm at. It's when I got a car. It was, like, basically checking in, I think, Text messages were like twenty five oh, cents. Yes, yeah. In my crazy. Career, I definitely couldn't get on the the you know beginning of social media on my phone. It had to be on the computer uh, yeah. on it. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And then it, which that was bad enough. Yes, and I say that all the time. To I said it last night to my son. I was like, "You're dealing with stuff we never had to deal yes. with." Yeah. You know, like you. If I had a phone at all the slumber parties, 
I had growing wow. up. Wow. Right? Oh my gosh. So I can't different. even imagine. Yeah. And now it's everything centered around sharing everything, you know, that, which so there's not that intimacy and. And that's even true because like, I'm going to call myself out. Like even this last weekend on Mm -hmm. our girls trip. I mean, you want to share all these cool places that you're at. So what am I doing? I'm like, when can the hostess take our picture so we can, you know, like you get sucked into it so, so, so easily to where it's even us in our thirties. I mean, it's hard to not be like, I want to, I want everyone to see where I'm at because I'm somewhere cool. You know, for sure. So, and it kind of takes over and it's made to do that. Like technology is built to, you know, they want to monetize it. And so it's built to keep us in it longer. So it does like our minds start thinking that way and are trained to start to, you know, pose a certain way or, or actually there's a lot of research that goes into moments, experiencing moments with more pleasure when you're not thinking about what you're going to post versus creating the moment to, you know, to post it. But so that's what a lot of the digital wellness and health part comes in where actually empowering kids to and empowering people. We don't just do school. We do school presentations, but also community and work presentations because it affects our work too. It affects a lot of areas of life. Um, and so just talking about empowerment and your own decisions that you can make and, um, kids love jumping on that focus now. Like they just, I did love that. it. It's so great. It's so helpful. So helpful. Yes. To just turn the notifications off. Cause if I'm not mm-hmm. getting a notification, I'm not totally going to look at my phone. I mean, right. like at night I really try at night and I've found myself getting anxious at night. Like you turn that do not disturb on like eight o'clock if I and start I'm like, getting, what the I was, we were talking. If I start getting text messages late when I'm trying to wind down late for me, it's 8 PM. Yeah. If I start getting text messages at 8 PM, I like start getting anxious. Cause I feel like I can't wind down and I feel like my mind is going again because someone's getting me going on some topic or wants to talk about this. And like, I get it. Sometimes that's when people are free to discuss things outside of work and all that. But I have noticed that I get anxious now around that time. And I'm not a super anxious person, but also coming off the pandemic and Whitley and I just talked about this, or I just talked to Whitley's mm-hmm. my therapist as well. It's okay. I like it. <laughs> but I'm like, I, get to I be don't one know without where this like, newfound anxiety came from. You do have one. And it's <clears throat> post-pandemic. And it, I can't exactly like pinpoint. I'm getting better about pinpointing what it is that is causing it for me. We think it's because, and I, tell me if you agreed on, like there were so many months of like kind of no pressure mm-hmm. or kind of like, you know, we weren't able to go out and do everything that we're always able to do. And now we can again and have been able to for a while. But it's like even just a few months of things being low key or shut down or whatever. It like I felt like took pressure off. Yeah. You I know, mean, for sure. And I think we're going to see so much research come out of this yeah. time of like the shutdown and lockdown versus the resurgence of going back to life and back to school yes, and the lows and highs from both of those, mm-hmm. because there were positives from being able to shut everything down for a little while. And we weren't at soccer practice and mm-hmm. this yeah. and that a million different things. It was like, Oh, mm-hmm. actually I have time to read this book or have yes. time to watch this show or whatever. Like I can slow down, <clears throat> but re-entering does bring that stage of that anxiety and really the science behind what happens on your phone is also very attached to notifications coming in send signals of anxiety and adrenaline for you and signals of adrenaline and can cause anxiety so absolutely but you're not alone because (laughs) 93 percent of people went up in their tech use after, I mean, that's pretty much everybody. Yeah, sure. After yeah. The, during the lockdown. And so, and everybody was showing different signs of eye fatigue. Mm. Um, I literally feeling, had to get glasses. Yeah. Mm. It's like, gotten better, but I did. Yeah. It's just that <clears throat> we had to, everything moved to screens. And in one way it saved us and mm-hmm. really connected us when we were all so separate. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then in other ways it, we, you know, we're seeing the low sides of it now, kind of the repercussions. And for sure, for sure, the schools are too. They're doing a lot of COVID grants to help kids catch up and different things yeah. like that, which is 
helpful, but yeah, yeah, it's been been rough. We walked through a lot, guys. Sure. Yeah, and even like when kids were at school in with the masks, my aunt's a teacher, and she was saying, you know, in Chicago, my, where yeah, yeah, my students. Like not being able to see my mouth moving, mm-hmm. it like delayed so many different yes. things for them because she works with kind of um, kids with speech impediments or um, which seems, some sort of yeah. learning kind of disability, if you will. And so it was very important for her kids, her students to see her mouth while she's speaking. And she said it, what she saw in the classroom, even just from that was crazy. Yeah, it's very true. And that facial recognition, you know, all of that, that kids, they don't have that. Now the eyes are very important, but Mm -hmm. the whole face, I mean, there's just so much learning that's, you know, not available because of that, not available to them. Well, I want to ask you something, Dawn. Um, I feel like if I think who listens to this listens to this this is going to be like good advice or good tip because how old are your kids so my oldest is high school and I have a middle schooler and an elementary so they're well, spread out three so boys. yeah oh my wow. gosh yeah, all three boys. so what do you do in your house to keep the balance between the phones especially with you know the older two like how do you set limits I mean there's so many parents that I talk to clients you know who kind of from the get-go have a good routine with so with phones or no social media at least or something. Yeah. But then there's people who, you know, have multiple kids or, you know, their last kid is now a teenager and they've already, they're in it and it's too much. But how do you then take stuff away? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to where yeah. there's a good balance between life and socialization and then like being on the on social media or your phone period yeah I think a lot of people think because I run talk more tech less we don't have technology and that's oh I didn't think that yeah thing yeah I tell everybody is like my son is a gamer we have games and phones and all of the things and so I'm walking it out in real time with my own kids as well as knowing all of the science and the data and seeing you know, what's happening in so many different families. And so with my youngest, I've with all of them, I really followed the whole no technology before two years old because there's oh, yeah. there's just so much data out there that they need to be learning motor skills and mm-hmm. not, te- you know, not just learning how to swipe because babies can. They can oh, swipe. Wild. swipe. It's yeah. wild. And <laughs> so I did it and we videoed my youngest when we gave him his first iPad and um, he like screamed after we took it away, and I was like, wow. "Oh my gosh, this is crazy!" This and that was so that tricky. was fast. It was so fast. So wow. I just kind of gradually like give them little by little technology. But my oldest is now in high school, and so we're working toward that. You're making like empowerment, like I said. You're mm-hmm. making all of these decisions on your own. You're going to be out of my house in three years, and mm-hmm. it's all going to be up to you of how you want to take care of your health and how you want to be safe. Um, but I, I delayed as long as I could. And that's the advice I give is delay as long as you can as far as social media and smartphones, because, um, there's just so much power in that phone that kids aren't ready for developmentally and relationally. And so before middle school, it's really hard because third graders, fourth graders already have social media. Yeah. And so I say, if you can, and I know every family's different. I have a friend who just walked through a divorce and she and her husband are on separate pages about it and they're trying to make sure they're in contact with their kids so much. So they have a phone before middle school. But um, if, and so every family's different. But the mm-hmm. great thing about the software on our phones now is that they're designed that you can make smartphones dumb phones pretty much right you can control you can go in and turn off safari and i can only text you and so that was what we did we just we delayed as long as we could and then once we started to see okay they're really asking they're kind of being left out of things my my oldest ended up getting snapchat because i was like you none of the kids text anymore like that's yeah, what they that's how they communicate yeah mm-hmm. and so but I just talked to a friend who's like mine isn't gonna get it you know yet um but I do tell families that are like no my kid will never have that until they leave the home 
you do miss an opportunity to walk through the hard things with them because they will oh, that's make, a good point. They will definitely make mistakes yeah. just as we all do. Mm-hmm. And um, you're able to walk through that versus yeah. them being 21 and doing mm-hmm. something really stupid and they're thrown in jail and didn't get talked it's to like, about oh, the laws. Know. Yeah, <laughs> like for you sure. You can't do that on your phone. Oh, yeah. That's illegal. You know, so walking through those stages of them um, as their older teens and, you know, getting ready to yeah. just be on their own, really training them yeah. in that. So I don't have, like, a lot of people say, when's the first time to get a smartphone? I feel like there's no, smartphone. like, there's not blo- a, like cut and dry situation. Not a cut and yeah. Dry. Um, I think delay as long as you can is the best thing you can do. And yeah. Little kids that are using technology for educational purposes and mm-hmm. yeah. games and things like that and all the other stuff is turned off is is good, you know, supervising them because that gives them that outlet so they're not yeah like going yeah. off the chain when they finally get technology. Right. You know? right. So I think and, – and then also a lot of the statistics say two hours a day – which y'all know after tech, especially after COVID, it's like screen Listen, time for two hours a day. No one needs to look at my stat. screen time report. Oh. Is it like 22 hours? I think, Whoa. I don't know. I was reading a stat somewhere that like, I think we're on average with our phones, like 22 hours <coughs> yeah, so in we're general. A week? No. No, a, a day. day. Your phone is with you 22 hours Oh, it's a day. with That's me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm not on, on it that much. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the average is after COVID, the average is closer to nine to 11 oh. is the highest amount. And so, but the, but that's also including kids are on iPads all day at school. Well, with school, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they're on yeah. their phones after school and yeah. like they ha- don't have a lot of sports and yeah. different mm-hmm. things like that. And so. I will say that's yeah. interesting because um, I said that I didn't have, um, you know, access to like the early social media on my phone in high school, but. I was homeschooled. So yeah. all of my uh all of my work was on I had a desktop in my room. Yeah. So now that I'm thinking about it, I almost kinda did. Yeah. Cause yeah. I was able to get, you know, like when four o'clock hit and my friends were home from school, it was, you know, the day of AIM, yeah. you know, instant messenger. Yeah. And that was how we talked because we also yes. didn't really have the phones that could text. Right. But I at least feel like the computer was kind of like, I can't sit in this computer chair. All day, right. all night, and talk to you. You know, yeah. um, when it's attached to you, when it's you're moving in your hand, it's different. So different. even that's different. You know, because I'm not, I'm not from a generation that had nothing during growing up. But like, <clears throat> it's interesting to me that you said if your kids have, like, say right now your oldest has Snapchat. You know, and you're saying you can walk through them on things. So like when I was in high school, even being homeschooled. Um, was the very, very start of like Facebook and it was like MySpace and then Facebook, but like parents weren't on Facebook in 2006, Mm -hmm. 2007, you know, and there were not, not, I mean, I was, I was like literally the word didn't exist, like cyber bullied. I'm not saying that lightly. Yeah. I was fine, whatever. But my mom saw that. Because I would show her, you know, and was able to help me navigate that where if I would have been left on my own or that would have happened to me later in life and no one had ever been mean to me, yeah. I don't know if I could have done it. So, like, I feel like it also kind of helped me and her be close because yeah. she was, like, just taught me how to handle things emotionally, how to stand up for myself. And I'm talking about a very specific thing. But I feel like if if I would have not, either she would have not been able to see that because she yeah. monitored, you know, my you know, activity on the computer, you know, if I would have been left to my own devices, I don't even know what would happen, you know? Right. So that is smart to say, like, maybe don't totally limit your kids, but let's be a part of it together. Yeah. It would have been a missed opportunity. Yeah. For for you and for her. Yeah. Because that, you know, so much of connection happens in the vulnerability anyway. Yeah. And the sad thing is that only 10% of kids end up reporting any kind of bullying, whether it's physical or cyber. Um, And so 90% don't have that interaction that unless a parent catches them or a school yeah. catches them, they don't have that interaction to be able to walk through that. Well, and bullying them. is, it's so much easier, right? When you're sitting behind oh, a keyboard and 100%. you're not face to face with someone. 100%. I mean, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but <clears throat> it's just a new level of how 
Well, especially it can be now, mean. especially people now, people can be mean. Because people are mean. You see the crazy comments. Yes. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you what click on the any heck? comment thread. People yeah, it are, is wild. People can be trolls, and especially yeah. with Snapchat, it disappears. So there's no evidence. Yeah. You know, if someone screenshots something, yeah, you know, and they and they do. There's this big trend of fights, recording a fight. Like making a fight happen, recording it, and then sending it around to the whole school, and then oh that kid's humiliated and has to move towns, and no. like it's just that's insane. Yeah, it's really. I would not want to be power that the, a teenager right now. That's hard. Yeah, it is hard, and there's so many different platforms. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. we started, and there was like AIM, MySpace. I was I was just older than you, mm-hmm. and. I was one of the first ones on Facebook because I had a college yeah, email. Where you had so to be in college. I had yeah. Facebook because I had a college email. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was kind of your only platform. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like okay, there's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Reels, so many, like, so it's many, insane. so many. And when I first started doing the online safety presentations it was like Baylor with Baylor students now I'm doing down to third grade oh do like my third gosh. grade fourth grade and fifth grade because it's third more like grade. preventative it's like you guys by the time you're a Baylor it's way too late so yeah. if I can get this information on empowerment and how to um you know stand up for yourself and maybe what pictures not to send a stranger mm-hmm. and what laws are around sexting you know that kind yeah. of stuff is really powerful because there's all of these laws being created yeah for the kids but the kids don't know them yeah, yeah. and oh, so gosh, for i wasn't them even to, worried about all that yeah yeah for them to so know hey, you can't have this on your phone so yeah. props to you for being so far ahead and seeing that like yeah. having such the foresight to start this so many years ago and what's even happened since you started it well it's funny because when i first started I, you know, it's kind of one of those things like you create what you needed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of entrepreneurs say that, like I yep. created a healthy whatever a because mm-hmm. I, I, ne- I needed that. Yep. And so I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. And so I, what I realize now is back then I thought I was starting this because I was seeing all this stuff with the boys that we were mentoring. Uh-huh. But the truth is I was seeing it because I'd walked through that. And I was foreseeing, oh, my goodness, this is going to be, you know, next level. And so a lot of my work and even therapy or counseling has come into this, like, hypervigilance versus, you know, what's really going to empower kids and help them. So a lot of the talks I initially was doing were to parents, and now it's kind of gotten more toward kids. Like, I actually want to empower you how to stand up you know, for yourself in this area. So, cause we're so yeah. accessible now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, yeah. so many platforms, email, text, yeah. calling. And, and we're guilty we're of so private too, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know. I mean, it's, it, it blows my mind that you can just, no one knows the real, what's really happening. Yeah. Unless like you said, you showed your mom. Yeah. Hey, this yeah. is what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah. someone that's embarrassed and is like, I don't want to show what's happening. And like yeah. this person's contacting me on a million different platforms and it's actually harassment. But yeah. I don't know that that's what that is. Right. Well, and I can remember being, I mean, I think just because also, because I at that point when all that stuff started happening with me, like I'd been homeschooled for a long time. So like I had a really close relationship with my mom. I mean, I was also like very social. I don't mean I was like only hanging out with my mom. Well, but <laughs> like <laughs> I trusted her and she I felt like she always at that point when I was like 16, 17 it started happening. It's like I was like, well, mom's always been right about everything else, you know, so she'll be right about this. But like I was embarrassed because I kept thinking like I'm not even in school with these people. I was yeah. not even in school with them. Yeah. I was at home, the safety of my own house, behind a computer, not even a phone, and it's still still happening, you know? So, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, it can happen then, you know, this was 15, 14, 15 years ago. It's how can it not be happening now? Right. And then if your kid is embarrassed or if they think it's their fault, like, and they don't know how to talk to you about it. Yeah. You know, that's. Yeah. And a lot of parents will ask me, do I monitor their phone do I put filters on and a lot of times I'll say the first line of defense is you and your relationship your secure Mm -hmm. or insecure attachment to your kid is going to affect if they can come to you or not and we are walking that you know I mean I have three different boys at three different ages and there's so much that plays into those attachments Um, and so that connection is so important and then yes 
it's smart to have filters on and different age levels for different filters. Like we started off with this Disney circle with Disney and my boys were like, mom, everything is being blocked. We can't even get on our games. I was like, okay, yeah, that one's not good. Okay, let's get through, let's do this stage. And then they create, they learned too, like that company actually created kid level, teenage level. So it's crazy thinking about a decade ago, how all of these apps and filters and programs were being built yeah and where they're at now there's pretty amazing ones yeah. bark bark.us is the best monitor filter okay. for any especially high school junior high kids and what they're going through and it uses an ai technology so it's not like um you're getting everything that your kid's mm. doing on your phone it's not like a, a lot of people say well i don't want to spy on my kid mm-hmm. this one actually just reports um content certain things that's dangerous yeah yeah It'll report stuff. See, and that's where, like, technology's good. Is like, there's this Mm, way of, like, balancing Mm. it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing that that is there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I even think about what's on TV mainstream now Mm -hmm. that was not on TV. Or, like, things that I wasn't able to watch that are probably, like, kind of harmless. But my parents were like, no, Mm -hmm. you're not going to watch Ren and Stimpy on Nickelodeon. (laughs) We, this is ridiculous. Um, But now, just thinking about all the things that are on TV pretty boldly, I'm like, this is heavy. A lot of the shows on Netflix that go viral are heavy. Yeah. And it's kind of like, we kind of have to, like, check each other and are like... Wow, you know, euphoria is great, but it's a (laughs) lot. I need a therapy session after that episode, yeah. And it's like a lot of younger people are exposed to these shows where if you and I are taking a step back and like, okay, wow, we probably need to reflect on that. That was a heavy (laughs) show. I need to watch an episode of Friends after that, okay. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But kids don't know any different. And a lot of TV is regulated and rated versus the internet, which is not. Not rated, not regulated. It's, yeah, so crazy. Yeah, how much is out there now? Free for all, and I don't think it'll be like that soon. There's a lot of stuff happening legislation-wise to try to keep kids safer and help build a safer internet. But oh, that's yeah, great! It's been like a free for all, really. Absolutely, <laughs> since, the, since the beginning. And some people, and I get, I get a lot of people not wanting to be um, for too much regulation for the internet because there's free speech laws and all yeah. of that. But mm-hmm. there is a way for There's us a way. to do it. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. There is. There's me saying hundred percent again. I me and Ashley switched, switched saying. We switched our little like, I used to say though. absolutely. And now. No, I do it. <laughs> oh, that's weird. We're like an old married couple. I know. My husband said that I say, excuse me. And I didn't realize I said that. And he goes, if Dawn says, excuse me, before she's about to tell you something, you know, you're about to get it. It's about. Like, oh, you're about to get told. That? She literally bought me a hat that says absolutely. I was like, I say that that much? (laughs) All the time. But now and now I'm trying to get get back my absolutely and give her back her hundred (laughs) percent. Um so how did Talk More Tech Less turn into Talk More Meals? So I was cooking for a friend and learning all about celiac and gluten allergies. Um, and a friend came up to me and she was like, Hey, I saw your Instagram and you, I just see you cooking all the time. Could I pay you and you could cook for me and my husband and we'll just come pick up the meals like on Monday for the week. And I was like, that sounds like a lot. I don't think so. No. Three kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, no, I don't think so. And then later on in the week I was cooking and I was like, you know what? This will be easy to add an extra. extra, Yeah. Extra meal. It was only her and her husband and they had a baby. So the baby wasn't even like eating. So I was like, okay, I can do this. So I called her back and I was like, yeah, I'll cook for you. Well, word got around to her friend's group. Mm. And then I was cooking for a couple people. um, And then a friend of mine and my sister-in-law both have celiac. So I was learning about gluten allergies Mm -hmm. and and anti-inflammation. And I was like, you know, nobody's (laughs) doing this in way. Well, I shouldn't say nobody. It was really hard to find anti-inflammatory food. People might be doing meal prepping, which is great, but you're very, you're more, a little bit more specific too. Yeah. And I was doing this really specifically kind of doing like paleo, whole 30, Mm -hmm. cutting sugar, helping people that had inflammation issues. Um, at the same time, I was researching a lot about connection with Talk More Tech Less and seeing so much about what's missing around the table. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I think both of these things actually go together. This could get people connected around the table. 
And a lot of moms at some of my presentations were like, I told my kid to put their phone down, but then what do we talk about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, Awkward. well, we can put a little question on there. So we have a talking point on the label for all of our meals. It's so um, cool. And then we food prep on Mondays. Yeah, I realized this was illegal to like cook food out of my home. <laughs> yeah. And my yeah. friends come okay. pick it up and they pay me cash. <laughs> yeah. So I got legit Details. and got, got a kitchen. I rent a kitchen now um, out of Jesus Said Love, Lovely um, yeah. on 1500 Columbus. So we cook out of there on Mondays and then cook and deliver all over Waco on Mondays. So you've, it's, it's grown a ton. Yeah. So that was five years ago. And we've been open five years now. Yeah. So So you keep it, you have kept it though, like the very like anti-inflammatory, like totally celiac friendly, right? Yeah. Everything we do is gluten free. And then from there, there's a lot of dairy free. Mm -hmm. As I've aged, I've realized my stomach does not feel good after Mm -hmm. I drink milk and Mm -hmm. have dairy. And so we've done a lot of dairy free stuff because I know a lot of people are having. That's great. Ashley, I've gotten your dairy free and I I used to pick it up at Club Pilates. Yeah. Ashley has Ashley has to do dairy free. Um, I don't have celiacs. I'm more of like, you know, shouldn't gluten. But um. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, like just doesn't really like me. And then yeah. uh, dairy, very minimal. So yeah. um, it's funny. I haven't even, I've been trying to do anti-inflammatory for the last like six months because um, I, I got diagnosed with an autoimmune. Yeah. Um, and I like, of course I need to get some talk more. Like, of, you know, you especially it. for my lunch. No, and I've had it before. But like, you know, my hardest thing is lunch. And I think that's, a, I feel like that's a lot of people, especially me and Ashley's age, yes. like, hard meal is lunch yes because me too same if i I have something to grab i'll eat lunch if not i sometimes just have that second cup of coffee and push through because today today i didn't do it and it's like because i wasn't prepped which i usually am but we don't want to eat fast food i don't want to spend 22 dollars on doordash even if it's something health you know quote healthy Mm -hmm. but um where can we pick those up or do we have do we need to order like through your website yeah so i try to make it really easy because a lot of our customers are every week yeah it's like a lot of them and so on our website but i also have a text you can sign up for and it'll shoot the menu straight to your phone and you can order through the text oh that's great and it's a five dollar delivery um, which worth is it. really great yeah. for worth all the it. gas prices right now. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then we also have two pickup locations, one at the kitchen we cook at at um, JSL, and then the other one is Club Pilates in Hewitt. Yeah, so, so great. It's okay. like delivery or – Very yeah. easy. And then we have a few businesses. We do three or more orders for businesses, and we deliver to the business if okay. they have three or more people. Like if even if we're doing like – is that like day of or is that on Mondays? Okay, mm-hmm. so you'll deliver to the business for the people. Yeah. Oh, great. And then they can either <laughs> keep it in their fridge right. or they could take it home. Okay. Um, like some of them will order their meals for the week for their family and mm-hmm. we'll deliver to the business because it's free. Yeah. And then they'll take it home totally for their, yeah, for their house. So. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So, so it's an easy way to like get good food, but also gather, you yeah. know, yeah. gather and connect. Absolutely. Food. Well, so. Yeah, and because you take out the time, so you're you're adding in that time to connect because you're taking out that cooking. Taking time out the cooking people. time. Yeah, you know it's good food. Yeah, you've got yes. that awesome little prompt on there. Whether yeah. people, you know, if you're coming home from a game, you yes. know, at seven p.m., you still have dinner right there. I I yes. do not know how families do it. I, same. Like, I tell people that I every mean, week. <clears throat> the amount of my friends that have t-ball games that go to like eight or nine, and then those kids have to like shower, wind yeah. down, yep. eat, get ready for bed. I'm like, I don't know how you guys do it. Well, I, and especially like, because then people live off of, well, we drove through Chick Fil A exactly. or we drove through McDonald's, and it's like, yeah. that sucks because that's like most nights of the week, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, mom doesn't, the kid, whatever, probably doesn't care, but like, mom doesn't <laughs> feel good doing that. You know, mom and dad don't feel good doing that. It's a fast food generation for sure. And then when COVID, like 2020 hit, a lot of restaurants went to online Mm -hmm. ordering too. You know, everything was to go. And so, but what I saw a lot of people do is learn how to cook and bought groceries and stayed home and, you know, got, that was kind of fun to watch people like discover yeah. cooking and loving it yeah. and pulling their kids in to do it. But there um, is something about 
anyone that knows me listening to this isn't going to find this surprising, but like, I will definitely pay for the convenience, you know, yes. <laughs> like I don't care. I mean, yeah, if it's going to, I mean, if I get home from seven o'clock from standing up all day doing You're hair, like I'm exhausted and I don't want to eat crap. We've been really good about cooking at home, but like sometimes I also want to change it up, yeah. you know? And if yeah. I've paid a few extra dollars for something already cooked, absolutely. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. No, I get it. hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely cooking is kind of therapeutic for me no and there's moments that i enjoy it about, yeah like my anxiety <clears throat> it's like i i am a prepper for the week i have always been the a most. prepper for the week and like i feel successful when i prep for the week but it also makes me happy like i know i'm going in the week i've set myself up for success here i know that i have cooked every meal ahead of time it's just me so it's easy to do yeah um <laughs> but then it frees up my nights to kind of relax like kind of yeah. decompress a little bit but since things have reopened my weekends I feel like oh my gosh okay Whitley's going and doing this and I want to go do that <laughs> but then she suffers like, from when heavy am I, FOMO when am I yes I have a big FOMO gal but like also I miss the slowdown so it's like a super bad dichotomy for me right now of like Really want to go do all the things. Really miss just like the slowdown and forcing to be like mm -hmm. quiet and at home. So I am trying to re-explore what that looks like for me. Oh, I um, get it. I get you. man. <laughs> I feel the same way because I, I have high FOMO too. And so that exhilaration that, you know, was happening with all the things that we were a part of stopped. My husband is very slow. He's just, okay. he loves slow things <laughs> and everything slow. And I'm just full speed ahead. So it was so good for me. Like it was like discovering the slowness. Uh huh. And then now it's back to, I'm like, do I like this high speed again? Yeah. Or do I, I miss that slow? Yeah. And so really working through what can I pull in and what can I eliminate that can help that slow? That's exactly where I'm at too. Yeah. So okay. I feel, yeah. Well, I think a lot of people are there <clears throat> Yeah, and just yeah. can't really like place. Well, it's why. like hard to, yeah, it's hard to figure out like, well, I used to be this person. Am I not anymore? Or, you <laughs> yeah. know, um, I did want to ask you, you were mentioning that technology also affected yours and your husband's relationship a little bit, and you were mm, noticing yeah. that. Yeah. I would love to dive into that a little bit, because I think that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, too. tell me yeah. y'all's experience. It was experience. easy for us to be like, yeah, this is for the kids, guys. This yeah. is for the kids. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Always, right? Yeah. And what we notice in parenting, oh my gosh, is how much they are our mirrors. Like, when they... Do something. I'm like, I'm looking at myself right yeah. now. Oh, man. Talking to myself right now when I'm getting onto them. <laughs> um, so, yes, very much the start of if you go to talkmoretechless.com, our videos there, um, and you can watch it. And the yeah. opening scene or one of the scenes is a couple sitting in bed on their phone. Mm -hmm. I noticed that. And that mm -hmm. was very strategic because it was like, how can I find when we were doing the <laughs> film? I was like, I want to do. One location, pretty much. We did Cameron Park, too, but I was like, mm -hmm. I want to find lo one location that has a living room uh, where people are supposed to connect and hang out that has a table because that's very important to talk more meals. Yeah. And then that has a bedroom because that's a very important piece of relationships and how yeah. much it's missing. You know, it used to be, hey, keep the TV out of the bedroom. Right, so, right. you know, you yeah. can use it to relax and not just fall asleep watching TV. Well, it's so different now because our phones are our alarm clocks. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we are, you know, scrolling before bed and scrolling when we wake up. Yep. Um, and so that was a big part of the piece when we did the when we did the video was these are the areas of life that I really want us to reflect on and see what are some changes we can make. So what I've done recently is I don't wake up to my phone in the morning, mm -hmm. but I will go, I will scroll at night. Like when the kids are down, I've mm -hmm. tried to, you know, be present with them yeah. when they're down, I will scroll at night. Um, but it makes such a difference to, I was gonna ask, to my own life. That's what I, like, that's what I grabbed to turn the alarm yeah. off. And I'm like, all right, let me wake up and just scroll Instagram yeah. mindlessly. And it's like, there's so much data coming out now about how that, and it, it automatically raises our anxiety level. 
and we see what we what everybody did last night before we're even doing anything for our own life. Yeah. You know, waking so it kind of makes you own life. I can see so that. that. So it's almost like I made. starting the day with this like subconscious anxiety. Yeah, I can see that yeah. for oh, myself. For sure. If I wake up to a million <clears> notifications, <throat> I'm immediately kind of like, oh, I feel I missed like. All this. I've got to catch yeah, back up. Yeah, because you're 8 p.m. Yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. she turns on. I, 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 yeah. So well, you're more of night. That would be a lot of notifications. It is a lot. But I feel like when I wake up and I grab my phone and I'm watching Instagram stories of people I know, people I don't know, if I'm, if I, if I'm sitting here reflecting now, it's almost like I'm comparing instantly. Yeah. Oh, well, they're not at work today and I'm going to work. Or, oh, they're doing this and or they're on a vacation. or like, yeah. And then it's like, then I'm just kind of like, sad yeah <laughs> it's so true and he did not do it and that's us as adults <clears throat> and then we think of like what's happening to kids and yeah. what they're growing up with is i'm not that thin i don't look like that and just all yeah. the comparisons is really um they're showing that instagram is harder on teenage girls than any other group it's hard on any other group 30 something so, yeah girls. it's hard on <laughs> i can't right I, i'm I like whose stomach not- is that flat I mean, God. I, <laughs> it's Surely not, it's Photoshop. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's pretty crazy, but I even catch myself like you and I are funny though. When we we're, we're scrolling through filters, like if we're going to take a selfie, we're like, Oh, and our noses are gone. Yeah, Maybe not yeah. that one. We try to not we look. We try to not airbrushed. do that are like super oh. crazy. Now Sorry. we do try to help ourselves out a little bit, but. I like a good lighting situation. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. It, it, I can't imagine. I really flew under the radar in high school. I was like super nerdy and super okay with it. Um, my sister was very popular. Totally okay with it. Um, but adding in, I just didn't care. I was very unaware. And yeah. I was very kind of naive. And that's just how I kept to myself. That was the friends I kept. I can't imagine having social media and being that much more aware of like the quote unquote popular girls or what they're wearing. And you even notice it in how they're dressing, how they're doing makeup. They look like they're my age now. And I, well, maybe that's really nice to myself. Maybe not that. Maybe we won't go that far. But like I, our awkward phases were so much longer. Like we were like, you yeah, know, kids look like Cardi B now. It's like yeah. the lashes and the, It's amazing. Yeah. A friend was showing me yeah. um, her um, cousin going to prom, and I was like, she's in high school? <laughs> I thought she was like late 20s with the makeup. I mean, she looked phenomenal. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. But like the sultry look and all that, it's so learned yeah. from like social media and it just it really blows my mind and I don't yeah. even I would not no, have survived I I I daily compare myself I mean and I'm not like struggling with that I just not you know because we're talking about it it's like oh yeah I do that yeah. and it it really does start in the morning that's my main time that I look because when I'm at work when I'm at the salon all day like I can't really sit there and like yeah. look you know so it really does start like those like 30 minutes in bed that I'm trying to wake quote wake up by looking at Instagram yeah I'm gonna I'm literally trying it tomorrow not to do it you should so, do the wordle with me instead I have never go. done a wordle. wordle well then let I me just let wordle. me just do it but I'm it. not posting my wordle result on Facebook okay <laughs> just send it to me it's okay. like a text competition I'm like I'll what are we doing <laughs> that's amazing but you know if you think about so there's this term called mindfulness tech and you're going into your technology so I've worked really hard for myself and my Instagram to where when I get off of it I don't feel bad Mm -hmm. and that's taking that's been a long journey of following the accounts that uplift me unfollowing the accounts that are really hard or or just like noticing yeah not judging myself but just noticing what comes up when I do see that account or what is making me feel low about that. Um, because on the flip side, other people are seeing you and going, oh my gosh, right. I'm so insecure. She's so beautiful, you know? And so it's just yeah, like- Yeah, and that, that, that's also even kind of hard for me to wrap my head around, you know? Because I, I want, like what I do put on social media, 
Like, I want people to be like, oh, she went there. That's cool. I'm going to go there next. Like, that looks like a fun place. Or, oh, like, oh, I like that outfit. Like, we're going to get those jeans. Here we go. <laughs> like, yes. something so superficial. Like, so I've also struggled with that. Where like, you know, Instagram is a highlight reel. It's my highlight reel. Yeah. But I don't, like, I fortunately at this point in my life, like, you know, Ashley went through went through cancer that was really hard for all of us. Did I talk about it on Instagram? I didn't. And maybe that was like, I don't know, maybe I should have been like, hey, my best friend's going through breast cancer. Like, this sucks. Like, you know, maybe I should have been more transparent. But also, I'm not an influencer, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to put out there what I want to put out there. Right. And you have to also be in a position where, like, oh, this person's also putting out what they want to put out. This right. isn't their whole life. Right. Mm -hmm. But exactly. you have to be able to separate that, you yeah, know? that highlight reel. And I think it's also just a journey. Like, yeah. You, you know, you're putting out what you're choosing to put out right now. And if you felt like you wanted to keep that private, which y'all were going through, then that was your decision too. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's everybody's different journey. And I think we are in an age where everybody is super judging each other yeah. and super yes. comparing, Yeah. Um, myself included. You know, yeah. there's that judgment is hard. It's hard on ourselves and hard on others. And um, there's just, we're we are the first generation to walk through this yeah. Yeah. first generation to parent through this. Like there's a lot of grace here and I don't think it'll look like this in 20 years. Yeah. I mean, you're like, that's yeah, good. we'll have yeah. flying cars by then. Right. <laughs> that's right. what we, we always say. say. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But to answer your question specifically, I got on a tangent about my husband and I'm, me. I think we led you on that. Tangent. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes. We had a joke at the beginning well, it's not a joke now. We look back at it and laugh because we were sitting in the mall when we bought our first Blackberries. We had like slivers, I think, or razors. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved yeah. my Blackberries. God, I loved, I loved my freaking my razor. razor. <laughs> Me too. I loved it. I was like, I, you can do iTunes on this. Yes. Oh my goodness. And go for my run. Because so real quick, Dawn, if you don't mind, how, how old are you? So I'm 40. Four, wait, let me see. Yes, 44. Okay, so you're you're like 10 years older than us, which is like, you know, I feel like a, 10 years makes a it's lot of difference as far as technology goes, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. In a lot of ways, guys. It's significant. <laughs> <laughs> but we laughed because we were sitting at the mall at the, I guess it was AT&T kiosk or whatever, yeah. and we were about to buy our phones, and we went over to Chick-fil-A, and we had our little baby, and yeah. our first baby, and he's in a stroller, and we looked at each other, and we were like, this will not change us. <laughs> wow. We oh, did. my god! Like, this won't change our relationship. We're not going to get, like, super distracted. Because we knew once we got the BlackBerry, it's everything. It's, like, yeah. work and internet and email. And it was the big shift. You yeah, know? yeah it, was just, it really was. Pre-iPhone. Yeah. Um, so we were like, everything's going to be in our hands now. We can work. We can do all the things. Yeah. Um, but we... I just laugh now that I'm like, this like, will okay. not change us. And then, that now, and then we're that words. couple in the bed, like <laughs> scrolling on my yeah. video. You and everybody else. Yeah. Well, so question, we had to learn. Question. I mean, this is from my own personal curiosity. Like now, I know you have kids and that's a different thing and there's different things happening in the evenings. But like, well, how do you make sure that you're not sitting next to each other on the couch accidentally mindlessly scrolling for three hours? Yeah. Well, there have been times where we've had to say to each other, there's a term called fubbing. It's like phone snubbing. <laughs> there was That's a research. Funny. You know more terms than we are because that. there's a teenager in your house. Okay, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> so you don't you don't fub, but we um we do have to say things to each other like I need your eyes right now. I need eye contact. You know when I'm talking about this because there are times where it's just we're looking down and we're you know sure yeah and it becomes normal to pay attention to each other. You know, by no. listening and not looking. I cannot have a conversation with someone. And it is. That's on their phone. Yeah. That's a personal thing <clears throat> for me. Like, I'll stop talking. I stop talking. Yeah. yeah. Because you you realize that you don't have respect. Like, in that moment, your self-respect is yeah. lost. Whether yeah. that person even realizes it or not, it's just like, it. it's like talking to a blank room. It's like no, I I I'm not. Especially I'm talking to a wall. You're not. I have no eye contact. Yes. <laughs> like, and there have been times where you ha we've I've had to say and he's had to say, um, oh no, I'm listening and you're I'm not. Like, I right. And I you're don't like, care. wait, so yeah. put it down. <laughs> yeah. Like I need I need your eyes here. Yeah. I need your attention. And that's that's something that I know like no one means. I know I'm guilty of it too. But I will also like even um 
it literally happened today. Shelby, one of my wonderful stylists, was like asking me a question, but I was like, I had just started replying to a quick, even a quick text. And I even let her start talking. And I was like, I said, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I was finishing that text. What did you say? Like, even it's not just a man thing. Like, yeah. I want to be like, you can't text and talk to me at the same time. Well, really, no one can. Yeah. Like, no. You have to yeah, just like, just two seconds, let me hear what you have to say. And then like, do you know, but that's also just like being mindful of your own self, too, you know? So it is. It is. Did I say and you know 74 times? what you need. Yes. You know, I'm asking for what I need here. Yes. Yeah. So we've for sure had to learn that. And I think... Every relationship is different. I have friends that are like, hey, around 8 p.m., we put our phones up just so we can have time together, and it's just us. And so much of our journey has been, like, figuring out the different seasons. You know, Mm -hmm. when we had newborn babies, we had a lot of time in the evenings. But we have a teenager, and he's like, Mom, you can't put me to bed at 7 anymore. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, up with you. He's up with us, you know. So it just, there's all these different stages in learning, like, what feels healthy in this stage, and what do we need to do to make sure connections there. And you know when there's no connection. You, people know when it's too much. Yeah. Like, I feel feel like we have conversations, you know, off and on of like, all right, no, you know, or even honestly, we should have done this last weekend. We should have been like, our phones are in the middle. In the middle of the table. But I just loved everywhere we were. They were so aesthetically pleasing. (laughs) We're all pretty good though at like a certain point collectively, just like we're all talking to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all of us. It's not. You don't look over and we're the table where all of us are on our phones and not talking to each other. And it's like, wow, are they having a good time? Probably not. No, yeah, we're not that. But Um, yeah, it's funny. Like if you go out to dinner and you see couples that are sitting there across from each other and they're just like both on their phones and it's like, it's like an alternate universe in my mind where I'm like, is this a movie? Yeah. Yeah. Or with kids, it's, you know, a lot of the restaurants started to provide iPads with games. Like, was it chili? Chili started that. Yeah. yeah, it was like all the parents were like, "Yes." They Our also put the calories on the menu at the same time that they did hey, that. Nice. <laughs> it's like, uh, gotta no go. No one needs that. No, <laughs> gotta go. Well, do you feel like you you want to keep talk more? Let's go back to talk more meals. Like you kind of like where it's at. Do you feel like you have a dream of it being bigger, or you want it to kind of keep it intimate and like within our community, or like what are your goals with that? I think pre-COVID, I would have had like a five-year plan. And yeah. then all of that <laughs> now you're down like, the drain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gone. I'm like, we're trying to stay open, guys. And yeah. shipping costs. And Ugh. is the food even going to get here? Sure. Um, oh, so, yeah. Valid. Before, I mean, really, we did um, talk about especially Central Texas. We have some interest in Belton and Harker Heights and Colleen area and then up in West. And, you know, so expanding somewhat that direction. Um but yeah, who knows, you know, one day. We've had people, of course, like California. I'm like, you guys have awesome. Okay. Because right. like you have <laughs> so many us. options. Yeah, absolutely. What a compliment, though. I mean, but that's yeah, great. Yeah, it is great. So we'll see. Well, great. Um, Where is there, do you have like a preferred website if people want to start like looking into ordering meals or yeah, so what do you prefer? Yeah, so it's all Talkmore. So talkmoremeals.com okay. and talkmoretechless.com. And both of them, um, the talkmoremeals.com is local, of course, to Waco. So that's where they can order food um, and get food delivered. And then Talk More Tech Glass is where I can be contacted about any kind of digital wellness. Like um, if you come safety. speak to anybody. Yeah. Okay, any great. Presentation. Oh, that's like so a great. detox box. Yeah, like and then we have detox. products. Yeah. We have, I brought you guys some shirts. Yay, little gifts we for, love shirts. You get to fight over the sizes. I love it. Oh, it is the good no shirts. Fighting. So we've love, got uh, still the best invention, people. People, no. I love. I'm gonna. Cry. I'm gonna cry. I'm PMSing. I'm gonna cry. And I like your. <laughs> is it no signal? What is no it? No signal. Oh, that's this one. Yes. No signal. So needed. cute. So I, a lot of the dudes I like that one. It's love so that. Great. Yeah. So we're doing a little summer um, sale on that one to get everybody to unplug and get outside. I love it. In May. So yeah. I think this is like. <sighs> I just feel like this is like what, no, I just feel like I'm like very emotional and I feel like this is so great. (laughs) Like, it's just like, like we need something like this in the big world of everything. Like there needs to be like a voice of, of at least like even me, I'm like, I need to look at my phone tomorrow morning and see how I feel all day. You know? Yeah. Like if there's not someone that's like kind of pointing out, honestly, the obvious, like 
you know, distraction of it all, you don't think about it. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, and we don't, and I think working toward what, and that's why I love the term wellness. Cause we don't say digital health because digital health is like telehealth and a mm-hmm. lot of digital medical oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you Google that, that's what you're going to find. But the wellness journey is actually that for ourselves, whether it's therapy or what we're walking through. Um, so digitally it's like, Yes, training kids, but also for us, it's like, what's the, what is the work we need to do to feel a good balance with our life and what we're doing physically, what we're doing digitally and how we can integrate that and not be somebody fake, you know, that we're presenting a highlight reel. Like how can we incorporate that and integrate it into our lives and be more well on our technology? That's the goal. And do you speak to all different kinds of groups? Like, I'm, I mean, just pointed at. I'm, I'm thinking I come from a different perspective of dating world is yeah. all digital oh and relationships oh, in general yes, and absolutely. how those have changed yeah. just with everything being, there's just a lack of effort in my opinion, because everything can just be, I agree with you as an observer, less, um, yeah. less effort, less emotional, just kind of very surface. Um, there's so many different ways to engage, like liking, a post is like kind of technically a communication between two people or swiping. You're swiping on highlight reels now, right? To date people. So I just think it's interesting. And I I would be curious to know if you even talk on just various different topics based on like marriages, relationships, female versus male kids in digital wellness or I mean, yeah, it really touches everything. I mean, honestly, our our original presentation was online safety and, and even that's broken apart. We have like cyberbullying, you know, we talk, it's called the human cyberbully and it talks about how brave we feel behind a keyboard and what we wouldn't say to someone's face versus Mm -hmm. what we would text. Um, So that can apply to that age, but the research behind like the dating from physical to digital is just crazy. And not even just the dating, but like the sex and sure. the pornography industry and just like how little sex is happening and, and all of it yeah. is just wild. Interesting. Well, it's wild. There's Relationships been a huge and marriages. Shift. It's yeah. like marriages. There's such an easy way to, I think back to our parents, right? Mm-hmm. They were only aware of what was happening in their immediate lives. You know, yeah. like to get in touch with, Let's say someone wanted to get in touch with an old flame. Maybe they were going to a high school reunion and yeah. running into them randomly. But you weren't just able to, like, look them up on Facebook and know exactly every move they're making and be yeah. able to maybe interact with them and be flirty. And then all of a sudden, you're, like, down the road. So I think that's been really interesting to watch with marriages for people like our age that, yeah. like, and got the, married younger and then gone through this. Yes. And statistically, the statistics have risen for how many Divorces are related to Facebook, social media. They call it social media. They don't spe- sure. specify yeah. Facebook, but we, we know that that's where all the old flames are. Yeah. Well, and, and because then, people are seeing their highlight reels yes, and they think it's better. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, then you can go search for phones too. Yeah. Like phones are being used in so many divorce cases because that's yeah. what you find out, you know, the apps yeah. that they were on. I just so. think that's all that's so crazy. interesting. Anyway, so I was just curious if you even like spoke. I'm sure there's. Various different things you could go speak at and touch on all those different well, topics. Well, yes. talk about like future vision. We have been working to move a lot of the presentations virtual. So where they nice. would be more specific to those groups. Because there's even some for influencers that sure. want to know how do I live this life and build because a platform. But they're all day. Healthy. They're all day. Oh, and on there's it. so many that are like, hey, I have to leave this community for a little while yeah. and take a break, yeah. you know, because they're just so spent. Yeah, so great point. even just um, virtual presentations in those areas is some of the things that we're moving towards yeah. there. Because I think after COVID, the, you know, that can get out past Waco. It's not, or I don't have to fly. Sure. Like I flew to Phoenix, but a virtual presentation is like, oh, yeah, actually yeah. this content yeah. can go out farther that way. No, so. that's great. So interesting. Yeah. I think it's like such a great message to be spreading. And like you said, I think it's really important that you also said we are not void of technology in our house. 
you know, yeah. because also then that's unrealistic yeah. in this world. Like to be like, don't give your kids phones until they're 20 or don't do this or don't watch Netflix or you don't have a phone either. Like, I mean, if you it's were doing not going that, anywhere. that's not going to work either, yeah. you know, so and it's really not going anywhere. It's really a learning. And that's the, the name talk more tech less is mm -hmm. that like it's about connection and how can we find connection in this very digital yeah. world because it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So we have to learn a new way. Yeah. You know. Well, I love that you have such a hopeful message that you don't think it's going to be like this in the next 20 years. You see legislation happening that is going to protect yeah. the kids a lot more. So, I, I mean, that's really nice to hear that you, who have done all this research, you have kind of a hopeful outlook on oh, yeah. where this you. is headed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's, it's hard because you see the bad, too. So oh, it's yeah. Like we have to see... You know, you kind of have to look at that shadow to see where we need to move mm -hmm. and then go be a part of that. So that's where I'm at. I'm like, what can we do here yeah. to change this? <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that you took time to come talk to us about this because I really feel like it's oh yeah, really great info. <laughs> it is. Thanks for having me. Thanks oh, for asking yeah. me. Yes, Glad absolutely. This was awesome. It was fun. <laughs> a little bit of wine, a little bit of good. Yeah, I almost feel like this is like a devotional. I'm like, oh, I'm so inspired. <laughs> I really mean it. I wouldn't you, say that you, if I didn't mean you it. You didn't know you were in here to inspire the two of us, too. Yeah. Maybe it's the wine. No, it's you. <laughs> it's you. Okay, well, I guess we will sign off for now. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank Bye. you. Thanks, Don. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>